Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas. Today, I am chatting to Jahan Kalantar about how to scale your business using TikTok. And Jahan is a Sydney-based solicitor. He's a university lecturer. He's an entrepreneur who describes himself as the little guy lawyer. And he has been able to grow his followers on TikTok to 300,000 people and over 10 million likes. So he's grown a huge following. It's really positively impacted his practice. And in this episode, he's going to share some of his favorite strategies when it comes to growing your business using TikTok. So let's dive in. Hey, Jahan, thank you so much for joining me today. Hey, thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. And I've been really looking forward to sharing you and your journey. And in particular, Lee, your experience with TikTok with our listeners, because TikTok what has the world come to? <laughs> it's a look. If somebody had told me uh, a year ago that I would be, you know, speaking about TikTok, I would be on in, in TikTok and I would have grown to this size. I would have told them they were crazy. So it's it's as surprising to you as it is to me. Yes. And, and your journey, we, we do want to hear a little bit about your journey. So you are a solicitor, a university lecturer, an entrepreneur, and you have grown. In this space, you have grown your TikTok to over 300,000 followers and 10 million likes, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's, yes, that's, that's the correct number. It's, it's crazy when you say it out loud. It's crazy. It's <laughs> such a huge amount. And, and I remember you, you told me a story about sitting in a restaurant in Sydney, having dinner, and suddenly all these people were walking past you and maybe you can recall yeah, yeah found that story i found that very amusing sure, sure. so it, it's kind of a weird thing because um people are used to see i do a lot of content on tiktok and people are used to seeing my face and they're used to seeing i've got a for, for those of you who are listening on audio i've got a weird mustache i've got this big curly mustache and um it, it's very interesting because uh at first it used to be once a week and then it slowly kind of morphed but on a daily basis, you'll have one person say something or alternatively, somebody walk past, give you a look like, I know you, but I don't know where I know you from. And um, it was around 20,000 followers when I first started noticing that phenomenon. But now it's just a, it's just a thing that happens. That's so crazy. So people just recognize you and, and Not take they selfies. Yeah, they come up and have a chat with you. Sometimes they say nice stuff. Sometimes they say not so nice stuff. But it's um, if they feel they have a relationship with you, which is a really interesting space to be in, uh, particularly because um, it's a one-way relationship, you know. So you you put out your content, and you kind of spread your message, but you don't know how it's being received, and and you certainly don't have the the same context that they do. Yeah, I love it. So let's start first with why TikTok. I'd love to start with why TikTok. What's what's it done for you in your business, and also who should be on TikTok as a business owner. Okay, so the why is simple. Um, here in Australia, we had some very substantial lockdowns during uh, 2020 and 2021. And um, during that period of time, my practice, which is pr primarily a litigation, so we go to court, we go to tribunals, a lot of the work we did closed. And so, you know, seven-figure revenue, 
uh, 10 plus staff and all of a sudden we're, we've got nothing to do. So I was just going crazy. And um, our government was putting out these press releases every day. You probably remember those, those stupid press conferences where they would come out and they would say nothing. And then they would make up these rules like, you know, singles bubble and LGAs of concern and all of this stuff that was nonsensical. And so I would just sit there enraged and i thought you know what i'll do i'll um i'll figure out what it means so the first thing i did was actually went i read all the public health orders and i put up a post on linkedin where i explained everything in plain english and like 50 people saw it no one cared and then i made a tiktok where i explained it in like one minute because i had some tiktok you know content available to me um and it went, it went, it went well. I got like two or three hundred followers. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of followers. Cause as we all know, getting a follower on say Instagram, it's like pulling teeth. It's so hard to get an eyeball on your content. And so I, I started making content and it just sort of spiraled on TikTok. And very quickly I found that it was the easiest place to acquire followers. And yeah, people are lying if they say they don't care about follow account when they start these things. Ultimately, you want to have a high follow account, but um what really spurred me on was my content was making a difference. I had people reaching out to me being like, thank you. I would have, you know, I would have broken the law accidentally if I didn't know this, this and that. And it was only through that, that I kind of grew it organically. So now it's, it's a, it's a, I wouldn't say it's a major lead source because word of mouth is still by far the number one way people find their lawyers and people find their advisors, but it's been very helpful in helping us, I guess, um, create our identity to the market so that people know what we're about. And when they reach out to my firm, they understand and have a really good understanding of who I am and what I do. Mm, yeah. Interesting. And you know, you, you are a lawyer, you work in that space and you know, you, you would, you know, like the perfect example of, Oh yeah, of course. You need to use take- TikTok, but you are and you're thinking whether it's a product business or e-com or or a service-based business who do you think would benefit from using your your TikTok strategies so i think that look for many people the idea of using TikTok for something like my business which is personal services um and, and professional services it's crazy right because um you can't you you don't have a a funnel so you don't go hey i'm making a course and then you sell that course over and over again but it's been a really effective modality um for for me i think it's really useful for most businesses particularly but i think that tiktok needs to line up with your avatar i happen to have the kind of personality that lines up with the type of work that i do so you know i reckon if i was talking about say complex tax structures it wouldn't work because i'm a zany kind of guy and criminal law and family law are zany kind of cases generally speaking they're heartfelt and they're emotional and and they kind of line up so i talk a lot about this um you know with everyone about the importance of having the right avatar but every business can profit and every business can benefit from having a um a representation of them that people can build an emotional relationship with and i don't care what you're in whether it's fmcg all the way through to high-end professional services there is absolutely something to be said about creating an authentic relationship yeah i agree and and something else that that is quite interesting and we'll get into your your strategies in a minute is even if right now you don't think your audience is on there because that's always the question is, you know, how do you choose a social media channel or any marketing channel is where is your audience? And for some businesses, as you, you know, you sort of uh, allude to, their audience may not be there yet. However, it's changing so rapidly. 
TikTok now, I, I mean, and this statistic's probably out of date, but 12% of the world use TikTok daily, right? Um, it used to skew young with something like in 2020, it was a huge portion were 19 and under, but now it's a much more robust mix of people. It's like Facebook. When Facebook first came out, it was bleeding edge. And now every, like my grandfather who's passed had a Facebook page. So that tells you about how the diffusion of, um, diffusion of these uh, communication channels slowly permeates through society. Right now, TikTok is still at a stage where with, with good content, with good strategy, you can get really good returns on it. It won't be that way forever. Eventually, the cost per eyeball will skyrocket and something else will come and un- unseat it. That's, the, that's always the way with any medium or, or, or channel. But for now, it's still a place where you can, with good strategy, good ideation and good execution, build a platform. I agree. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So now let's look at that good strategy because you you have really good ideas when it comes to strategy. You've used your own strategy. You're also consulting with businesses on on TikTok. And also, listeners, we are actually going to run a masterclass with Yahan, a longer one. It's a three-hour session, which we will announce soon. So just a little a heads up on that. Let's just share some of your favorite strategies, even how to get started, how to get followers, what to what to pay attention to? I'll let you take. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, the the first and most important thing is you've got to invert the traditional influencer model if you want to succeed on TikTok. So what do I mean by that? Most people go, how do I get followers? How do I get followers? I want followers. And to get followers, they do everything. They do a stupid dance. They, they um, you know, they'll, they'll uh, try to be everything to everyone. What works on TikTok is creating a niche and providing a value of some kind. Now, value, there's many forms. It can take some simple ones up. It can enrage people. It can educate people. It can entertain people. It can amuse people. It can arouse people. There, The content has to do something. So when you make a piece of content, you have to be giving some form of value. For example, with most of the pieces that I make, the piece of value that I'm giving people is, how do I explain something that's a little bit too hard or a little bit too complex to Google? For example, uh, when Her Majesty passed away, people are asking, well, does Camilla become queen? That's too hard to Google. There's too many things that you might get wrong. So explaining, look, there's this thing called a queen consort. This is how it works. This is the story. Or, you know, um, recently there's been the case of Darrell Brooks, which has been the that awful case in the US where a gentleman drove a car through a parade, unfortunately killing a number of people. It's too complex. Now. It's, people don't know what happened. I don't get it. I see this man's face. So explaining, okay, this is a place called Waukesha. This is what happened. This is the charge. This is what they need to prove. Breaking it down simply and focusing on making excellent content rather than trying to get followers. The content follow, the content leads the followers. That's the, that's the big issue that I see a lot of people doing. The second I think is really that, that I want to talk about is social media, like any marketing, is a, a microphone, right? Microphones don't make the content interesting. The microphone doesn't make the joke funny. The microphone doesn't make the singer's voice good. So you can't loud people into caring about what you have to say. TikTok's one of the great mediums where content is king. Content has an incredibly short shelf life, but it is absolutely king. So that's why you can have accounts that have maybe 10 followers create a piece of content that goes absolutely viral and gets millions of views. Now, does that mean that they're going to get followers? No. Does that mean there'll be any calls to action? No. Does that mean there'll be a lingering awareness? No. But because of that um, interest-based algorithm and the FYP, you can do such amazing stuff with a small following. And that's, and that's kind of what I preach a lot of. It's about making excellent content. Content is everything. 
Yeah, yeah, I love that. And, and as you say, people, the you know, the younger generations, they're actually using these social channels as search engines. So, so my generation, you know, we're using Google still. Not that I'm super old, but definitely a lot of people these days are actually using TikTok, Instagram as a search engine. So you want to be there with the great content. That's right. And, and and there's more searches on TikTok than there is on Google now. Yeah. Which is insane when you think about it. It's taken two years to, to basically leapfrog to one of the most powerful engines in the world. And that's off the back of its algorithm. The algorithm is very good at giving you what you want. There was a, a study I, I done from the university. I think it's the University of Basel, but I'm, I, I could be wrong, but... TikTok is so good at knowing what you like that they did a study of individuals and that TikTok was able to identify people who were bisexual before they themselves knew they were bisexual because of mm -hmm. the way they reacted to those types of clips, which is, a, I mean, it, it raises a whole bunch of ethical questions. It raises a whole bunch of psychological and sociological questions. But what it doesn't raise is the power of an algorithm to understand us maybe even more than we're willing to understand about ourselves. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's obviously the future of of machine learning and and all that uh, let's quickly recap so starting with the bigger picture it's and then we go into the daily grind if you want to call it that yeah yeah sure so, so we, we'll start with the content strategy you say content is king content is right. important focus on content not followers so we'll That's start with that yeah so so what you need to do is identify what value that i mean depends on your business right but let's take professional services because i can speak on that i'm a subject matter expert on criminal law procedures and some family law family law much less than criminal law and procedures and so whenever i make a piece of content i want my i want for me my personal strategies i want my how do i want my my followers to feel i want them to feel empowered educated And I want them to feel like they understand something they didn't understand before. So each of my content pieces and my speciality is 30 to 90 seconds. Some people are very good at 15 seconds. Some people are good at longer than 90 seconds. Me, it's really the sweet space around 30 to 90 seconds. And what I want to do is create something that gives them a piece. So there's some quick wins. What do I do when police speak to me? That's an easy one. You don't speak to police without a lawyer present. What do I do if I get a traffic ticket? Okay, this is the procedure that you follow. And what I do is I sit down and, and those conversations that you're having as a subject matter expert five million times a day are what you make TikToks about. Every single day, somebody asks me, but what if someone's guilty and they told you they do it? Okay, that's a great TikTok idea. Or, oh, Jahan, uh, I got a, I've got this yellow slip. I don't know what to do. How do I read it? Great, great idea. These are the things that you as a subject matter expert that you're asked repeatedly that you want to be able to provide like a quick overview of. That's the first thousand pieces of content. Those questions that you have been asked over and over and over again. And really what you want to do um, in, in professional services is you want to say, here's all the information for free. If you want me to do it for you, this is the price. That's all that it is. I mean, it, it, it's, Everyone gives away free eBooks. Everyone gives away free, you know, sessions, but it's all about, if you want me to do it, it's going to cost this much, but this is the information for free. Because I think we're living in an age now where I'm happy to give my information away for free. If someone's prepared to go and do it, let them do it. I was never going to have them as a client anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's the whole concept of relationship-based marketing on steroids. And TikTok is a great tool to, to help with that. The great question that you raised there, in terms of content strategies, how do you want your audiences to feel? Now, let's look into sort of the, the daily grind. So how often do you post? And I know you do spend a little bit of time on your channel. So do you want to share a little bit about that too? 
I post about six times a day, um, which is a lot. It takes up, honestly, um, TikTok takes between 30, 30 and 40 hours a week. Not TikTok specifically, but creating video takes me about 20 to 40 hours a week. And I've heard all of this Gary Vee stuff. You just live your life and you hire a videographer and stuff. That might be practical for some people. Um, but for, for my content, which is hyper-specialized, hyper-localized, and meant to be immediately consumed, I need to kind of be on my on my game. So it takes up a fair period of time. You don't need to post as much as that to have a successful TikTok following, but you do need to post consistently. And it's got to be at least once a day, if not more. You know, you can't be posting once a week. Uh, it's just not going to work. And so the grind is how do I keep coming up with these ideas and how do I keep showing up? That is one of the challenges with TikTok. You can't simply outsource your identity. I mean, you can. You can hire an actor and that actor can be who you are, like a, like a, Compare the Meerkat, that's a great example of that, or flow and, uh, uh, flow from uh, Progressive Insurance or um, T- Katut and Rhonda from, um, from Amy. You can do that, but it's hard. So you, the, the daily grind is how do I connect with my audience and give them what they want, which is the most relevant information. Some people follow, I mean, you, you will over time develop super fans. I'm blessed that I have some people, whatever I make, they like it. They comment on it in a positive way, but most people don't give a darn about me. They care about what my content does and they care about becoming educated and understanding bits and pieces. Yeah. Now for, for some listeners, you know, the 30, 40 hours, as you say, that's what it takes you and what, you know how much you invest in it. it. It's not what everybody has to do right now. I mean, two questions. One is, and this is more a personal sort of question. Do you, I mean, this is a lot of time. Do you enjoy it? Do you do it because you also enjoy it and you love it? Or, I mean, my life would be so crappy if I spent 30 hours on TikTok. I, I do. I do. I thoroughly enjoy it and I thoroughly love it. I there are, I go through points where I love it and then I hate it and then I love it and then I hate it. Um, but I, I enjoy it and it's replaced traditional business development for me. So, you know, I used to have a lot of coffees that didn't go anywhere and a lot of all of, all of these other business development type activities where I found that a content-based trip, the, the, the good thing about a piece of content is if you make it well and you get it right, it's there, your ambassador, for the rest of time. I get people who give, you know, hey, reach out to me of content I made in my first week on TikTok. They will comment on a video and say, hey, I just saw you in this video. I want to talk to you about something. That was 18 months ago. Good luck having someone remember a coffee with you 18 months ago. And so I see the real value in it and building up that fortress of of content. It's different to say YouTube. YouTube is when you've like got a farm and you're planting seeds and the seeds will be there forever. You've got to think of TikTok as like an Airbnb. People come in, they have a positive experience or a negative experience, and then they leave. And Airbnb is a temporary in-out, in-out type situations. Yeah, that's a really good analogy. And and just, you know, a little experience share. Well, so you, your approach, which has been super successful for you, is is that personal approach and building that personal persona avatar. One of our brands that we have, which is Ocean Lovers, we have a very small following. We only started on TikTok. Our approach there is slightly different, which means that the success will be a lot slower. But because I don't want to be that person, the avatar person, we the question is, how do we want our audiences to feel that you asked in the beginning is for us, it's we want them to feel inspired and connected. So we just post reels that are showcasing people on the beach, wearing ocean lovers, having fun, the impact that the brand is making without actually having a, a one face. It's more a focus on community. So I can see that it's a lot slower to get to gain traction. 
but just you know i think it, it's it's just another approach for if anyone here is listening they're like oh my god i can't do 30 hours and i don't want to be the person there are a million approaches to tiktok i have one that i have mastered but there are equally others there are people whose content simply consists of putting um just not even their own face but just like uh, so- something moving in the back and some white text there is a million different tricks that you can use to get your stuff in front of uh, eyeballs um, at the end of the day, if each of your pieces does something, it makes people leave feeling inspired or excited or joy, then people will get used to that sensation with your page and it will naturally lead to followers. What you cannot have and what you should not have is conflicting emotional ranges that hit people on TikTok. If you want to do a sad channel, make a sad channel. The terms of service on TikTok will punish you for it because the terms of service, which I've read, because, you know, a lawyer will never stop being a lawyer, um, this specifically talks about the importance of fun on the platform and what fun means we can discuss, you know, for hours. But it is it is really a single channel should have a single vibe. It makes sense. Yeah, I love that that thought. And one quick other thing I, I wanted to check and, and highlight, and then you, maybe you let me know if there's any other question that I didn't ask you. You mentioned also, you know, you don't do funny dances and you don't do the, you know, all the, the mimicky stuff, which I love that you don't do that. And, and uh, you know, sometimes people are like, well, isn't TikTok just all about these mimicky stuff? Yeah, so- look... It- it, it was, it was, there was a time it was. And then there was, so TikTok's kind of had a resurgence. There was a time it was just about the gimmicky sort of garbage. And then it became hyper-specific niches. So like, if you were into books, you would like connect with BookTok and you'd just be on BookTok. Or the, 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 the power of a content library as large as TikTok's is it can feed you exactly what you want. There will, if you get on and do silly dances, there will be people who connect with that. It's just not the audience that I have. I tried the silly dances. And sometimes if a trend happens to line up with what I'm doing, I'll jump on a trend. But I don't go out there trend hunting because it's not a, it's not an effective way to build your audience because it's getting harder and harder to get people to connect, follow, and share. You know, it used to be much easier. Now people are being skeptical because they don't want their feed gummed up with nonsense. I agree. And it comes back again to having a really good content strategy and sharing stuff that is not garbage, as you know, in your words. So and I, I, <laughs> I concur. Are there any other questions or any tips that any questions that I should ask or any tips that you would love to share? I think the biggest tip is consistency. Um, you know, it's like, going, you know, for the gym lovers in there. You don't want to go to the gym every day. I don't care how fit you are. I don't, I know there's people who go, it's a privilege to go to the gym. You go to the gym because it's a hot habit you do. And when you go in there, you do your best. Um, you know, recently we've been super busy with a couple of, you know, personal things and organizing various bits and pieces. Um, you know, we've purchased a house and there's all this stuff. And there are days I can't post six times. Uh, and it's a, and I've got some evergreen content that I launch, but generally speaking, I have to turn on the phone. I have to have a chat one or two times at least a day. It's hard. It's not pleasant, but the rewards, it, it pays for itself. Having video, video is the future. A hundred percent video is the future. And whether it's on TikTok or another modality, people need to get comfortable with video. They need to get comfortable with speaking and having an authentic connection through a somewhat ingenuous medium, right? Because t- video is not, it, it's, it, we're used to seeing hyper stylized, hyper clean things. That's why I think also TikTok works. People like seeing stuff that's a bit raw, a bit grainy and a bit honest. 
Yeah, and that's probably why that remember was it Clubhouse? Yeah, it's probably why Clubhouse, when it you know at the beginning of the pandemic suddenly exploded and then disappeared, it's because it wasn't video based; it was voice based. So, very problem, yeah. yeah. Because Clubhouse had so many problems. I mean, I don't want to slag off Clubhouse. One, you can only access it on an iPhone. That was a huge problem from like 50% go away there. Secondly, you couldn't save conversations. Everything had to be said in real time. That's pretty cool when everyone's at home and there's a pandemic. But as soon as people are out living their lives, they want to be able to have these moments. And, and you know, the, the rise of things like Be Real which is that um, app where you take a photo of your face and where you are four times a day and you share that with your close group of friends, suggests to me that there's a move towards authenticity and mm-hmm. capturing the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One last question before we wrap it up. For, so so let's say you you create six pieces, of, you post six pieces of content per day. Do you just make them on the fly or do you have like a day in the studio? Do you also make them on your iPhone? Very easy. Like it's going to take you like 90 seconds and that's it. Or do you have an editing process? What's your strategy there? Two two separate strategies for two separate pieces of content. First one is evergreen content, content that can be released anytime, anywhere. For example, you know, um, what do I do if I'm arrested? Um, for example, what do I do if I get called for jury duty? You know, you know, what are my responsibilities? How does how does the constitution work? That's evergreen content. The next side of it is oh, sorry, let me just um that's that's that side of it. The other one is on the fly, made quickly. The ones that I make that are evergreen, so I'll go, I'll film 10, 20 pieces of content, I'll write out my ideas, film, 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 different shirts, different spots, but just film them, ready to go, and I'll save them in my drafts. In the alternative, um, I have um stuff I film on the fly. I film it primarily in the TikTok app because the TikTok app rewards you making TikTok content. It's very easy to create. Takes me about five to 10 minutes. The hardest part is ideation, right? Because you don't want to be putting out garbage. The good thing is though, because of the volume of content, if you make something that sucks, no one will ever see it. It'll just be swept under the carpet. And unless it's so bad as to be insulting, you're fine. Yeah. So, so your editing is very quickly. It's just in the app for the ones on the fly. Done. Ten minutes. One yep. post. Done. Yeah. The other ones, but the funny thing is, um, once I upload it to TikTok, I have a team that does a cross-channel optimization overseas, and what they'll do is they'll pull it, they'll make a reel out of it, they'll put it on. You know, they they will channel optimize per the relevant channels, and it will look a bit cleaner, and it will be a bit faster, and it'll go up on YouTube, and it'll go up on this and that. That takes longer, but for me. It's about space and speed. So, you know, today, today being the 27th of October, there was, there's a big case called Brittany Higgins and Bruce Lerman, which is one of the largest sexual assault cases that um, it's been all over the news. A juror did something they weren't supposed to do, and it's caused a discharge. That news came out at 10.45. By 10.52, I had a piece out on it. Mm-hmm. That speed mm-hmm. and that ability to explain it is hopefully going to get my piece to go more viral than anyone else's because I got it out first and I made a piece that was relevant and explained exactly what happened. Super smart. Love it. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jahan. Really appreciate your time here. I know you're a busy man. You need to get back (laughs) (laughs) content mode and, and helping people. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll share more about your masterclass coming up with our database. So if you are in our ecosystem, you will receive an invitation to that. If not, go to basicfinance.com and just let us know that you're interested in that masterclass coming up. And any final words? 
No, no, no. If anyone wants to hear more about me, jahankalanta.com.au. And um, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn, etc. Um, you know, can't wait to have our masterclass and share some more depth about how this stuff works. Sounds great. And we'll post all the links that Jahan just mentioned, his website and all his social channels also in the show notes. So you can check that out also under this episode here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jahan. And thank you all for tuning in. See you thank soon. You. Bye. Bye-bye. To get more from Basic Bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing, visit basicbananas.com.